Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Please tell me you got your My Patriot Supply prepared with Mojo 5 Pat. Um... Why? Omnicron! What? Omnicron. There's a new variant. There's a new variant of coronavirus. Panic! You mean like the one with like 30 different mutations to it? Supposedly? Not 30. Because we haven't not, gone through the entire Greek alphabet yet, Pat. Mm. There's only 24 letters in the Greek alphabet, and, and we wow. s- are skipping two of them, apparently. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you, w- wait a second. Are you not? Why are you not panicking, Pat? Um, well, see, I talked about it on, on my show on Saturday. I had some real questions about it, like, you know, whether or not the vaccine would work for it, uh, if they would continue to push said vaccine. If things like you know ivermectin would still continue to work for it, you know questions you that we don't really have answered because we don't you really know blaspheme much about against it. against Fauci. No, no, I'm just saying we, there's there's lots we don't know about this supposed new variant yet. But as of yesterday, there was uh, another article that came out from South Africa saying you know doctors were saying don't freak out about this. We're not seeing that this is a deadly thing as of yet. Well, what did they know? It's way too early. And besides, our Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci uh-huh. went on TV again this weekend. They're still putting him on TV? Pat, he represents science. You blasphemer. I, I think we need another um, volume of fauci Ah, 
You mean kind of like uh, this volume? Ho, ho, ho. I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I measured his level of immunity and he is good to go. Santa Claus is good to go. Did you enjoy celebrating our true Lord and Savior, Anthony Fauci, last year? Well, we here at Vaxed Up, Masked Up Records are back for another year of fear and frivolity. That's right. It's a... Folks, yes, you can yes, get that. Mm-hmm. You can get that yeah. entire second volume of A Very Fauci Christmas over on our Rumble page, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Again, that's rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Or you can follow us on our social media pages. I'm at the Coppin Show. He is at the Pat Oni Show. Um, you can do all of those things and you can find the rest of that. But but <clears throat> brings up, you know, he represents science, right, Pat? I forgot no, about him saying science. that he, he measured his level of immunity. Mm-hmm. If we could measure somebody's level of immunity, isn't that the only thing that should matter? We'll, we'll see. That's not what the science says, Andrew Coppins. Don't, don't you know this by now? Pat, how many times have I had to tell you this? What? There is no such thing as the science. Oh, isn't there? Isn't there? No. Well, remember, ivermectin is just a horse dewormer, and it doesn't work to, to, not, to cure that's not, to treat that's COVID. That's not, not true. Isn't it? It is partially true that it does get put to use, but there's uh-huh. also a, a human version of ivermectin. Now, Pat, do you know that... Um. <clears throat> Xanax uh-huh. has a human and animal version to it. So if you're taking a Xanax, you're just taking a dog sleeping pill, you anti-science bigot. But what about remdesivir? I mean, doesn't remdesivir work? N- no. Don't and it actually makes people sicker. It. See, this is the um, problem with the science. You don't even know the basics of science if you think that, okay? If you believe that there is such thing as settled science, and and, and here's how here's how I present this to people when I have this conversation with them, because I live in wacko land, right? Yeah. <clears throat> how do you know that? Gravity exists. Um, haven't you ever seen the documentary Interstellar? Pretty sure that's just a fictional movie. But it was all about gravity. Okay. And time. Right. But what we know as gravity could <laughs> actually be something else. How do we know that, Pat? <clears throat> how how do how do we know that gravity is actually gravity? Well, let's see. Um, Andrew Coppins, are you floating right now in your chair? Are you floating around the room? No, you're you're anchored to the ground. Do you have anything? Oh well, no, I'm not to anchored the to the ground. I could get up and leave anytime I wanted to. But 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 you're not strapped to anything, is what I'm saying to keep you in place. No, unlike you. 
what the hell? What is that supposed to mean? Well, after your Ohio State Buckeyes lost this weekend, I'm pretty sure we I had to make sure that you were strapped into your chair so you didn't throw yourself out the window as we talked about it. Okay, we're we're not going to talk about that. Okay, mm. we're, we're just not. We're not. No, we're not. Oh, so you're just being cognitively dissident. Whatever makes you sleep better and all that sort of stuff. Whatever you need to say at that point. But but you 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 aren't like moving around the room, floating around the room. No. Because of this thing called um gravity. Okay, right. But we as human beings have accepted the term gravity to represent what happens here on Earth, right? And the reason that we are not floating around in space, right? Well, what goes up must come down. Why? Because there's there are forces at work to make that happen, Andrew Coppins. Okay. But that is only what we have known for the last 500 years, right? Sure. About 600 Uh years now, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. What if in 20 years we find out that it's not really gravity, it's something else? Are you going to accept that science versus this science? Or or what if we find out that gravity is not really a law, it's just um, something that exists in nature? Prove it. That 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 that's the the, the definition of science. You have a hypothesis, okay. Mm. Mm. You have to have um, some evidence to prove said hypothesis, and once you have proven hypothesis, then it becomes it a theory. A thing. It, yeah, it, 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 until until that point, <clears throat> until you have proven that hypothesis, it is merely only a theory. And the reason why I bring up gravity because it's an example of the laws of physics, right? Right. They're only laws of physics because we believe them to be 100% provable. Right? Right. There are, outside of those laws of physics, there are no absolutes Mm -hmm. in science. None. In fact, the entire point of science is to continuously question, test, prove. Right? Question, test, yeah. prove. Question, test, prove. Question, test, prove. And gather evidence of suggesting one way or another. Right. <clears throat> that means there's no such thing as the science. Because science is not a set of concepts. Science is a set of rules that you follow in order to take a question, test the question, prove if the question is true or false. And if you get somewhere in between, you continue to iterate on the testing that you have done until you find something that leans one way or the other. And oh, by the way, you don't hide the other side, the other side of the coin from your test results. 
how dare you say there is no such thing as the science when all the experts in the media are saying otherwise? Can't believe you. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Oh, you and my parents both. <laughs> um, but seriously, I want you to think about this. <clears throat> Anthony Fauci this weekend on lawmakers who have criticized him. Quote, they're really criticizing science because I represent science. That's dangerous. Mr. Patoni, yes. There is not a single one person in the entire world that represents science. Science represents science. Are you saying science isn't a thing? I'm saying science is a thing that that when you prove something, the evidence will represent itself. There is not a person that represents science, per se, as a whole. And that's what Fauci, in his hubris, is making it sound like, is that he represents any and all science. No. No. That, that, that's not true. Because does, does Fauci represent, you know, the laws of physics and, um, you know, going into space and, you know. No. Astrology and stuff like that. Did, 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 or, he, did, he, would, he, he wouldn't be able like to. That? He wouldn't be able to understand quantum physics if he tried. Okay, so does he? Therefore, does he represent all science if he can't represent no. even another aspect like that in science? No, no, absolutely not. Remember, this is a person who feigned. I don't know what the hell you're talking about when Rand Paul questioned him back in March about why the hell would we have to wear masks heading into 2022, well into 2022, according to what she, you know, Fauci and, and people like him had been saying, and then asking him to give a scientific study that shows the efficacy of doing so. Because here's the reality. Every single credible, because there have been some studies that have come out, but they've then been proven to be flawed by peer review, right? But every single credible study that has come out, while they note that a mask of any type, right, especially KN95s, but any mask might reduce the amount of particles that go into the air. But on the flip side of that, the unmasked individuals are just as likely as the masked individuals to spread the virus. And why? Because it's not about your spit or um, not about any of those types of things, right? Mm -hmm. What is it actually about? It's actually about aerosol. Remember? Because we were, we were rushing to wash all of our surfaces as if, you know, we... Um, our, our spit gets on the surface and then we pick it up on our hands and, and then we're screwed, right? Right. 
Remember, that was the science of Anthony Fauci and everybody else in March of 2019. 20. No, March 20. of 20. Well, 2020. Yeah, I suppose 2020. Mm. It's been that long, folks. It feels like two years ago. It's coming up on two years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. technically, you can make the argument it was two years ago because it was likely here November or October of 2019. Yeah, and I would argue that we have much more provable science that we are are already in year two mm. of uh, of all of this. In fact, we've been there since arguably July. And the, if you take a look at the actual scientific studies that have been done on the origins of coronavirus – there's serious questions about the war gaming that was going on in July and August of that year. Why? Because as they entered Wuhan, China, they were giving them the telltale things that we've been doing, right? Your temperature scans and all that, right? Why, why would you do that if, if you don't have to worry about coronavirus, right? Why? And I'm going to make this disclaimer right now, just just to distinguish us between us and the science and Anthony Fauci. We're saying the evidence suggests July of 2019. We're not saying it is 2019. Right, because of, we have no July. way of knowing this. It's not scientifically we, we, provable. We can't prove that. But why we can can't we prove that, Pat? Because there is no known species of animal that has had an animal to human jump of coronavirus. Now, coronavirus has jumped from humans to animals. We all know that. Or if you don't know that, you haven't been paying attention. Um, Zoos are having coronavirus issues. Um, They're treating them like human beings, by the way. Mm. Testing them for coronavirus almost daily. Um, I have a... My my wife's cousin had a... uh, a family pet die of coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So, but what we don't have is the opposite. And so if you don't have the opposite, you can't originate the coronavirus as easily, right? You can't find patient zero. Now, if you could find the case of animal to human, you might be able to trace it backwards. But we can't because of, the scientific process. But is the absolute hubris of Anthony Fauci this weekend on Face the Nation, not only to suggest that he represents science, but for the suggestion that um, Ted Cruz should be prosecuted For what? January 6th. Are you... What... What did he do on January 6th? Um, He got up and spoke about the election. Uh-huh. And therefore he incited an insurrection, Pat. So because he talked about the election, he incited an insurrection? Because not only is Dr. Anthony Fauci science, he's also... The law. Remember, he is our Lord and Savior. 
also our president. Come again? <laughs> because <clears throat> this is the full quote from Anthony Fauci. Anybody who spins lies and threatens and all that theater that goes on with some of the investigations and the congressional committees and the Rand Pauls and all that other nonsense, that's noise, Margaret. That's noise. And then Margaret Brennan, conducting the interview for CBS News, asks about Senator Ted Cruz, saying that Fauci should be prosecuted by the Department of Justice. Fauci responds, yeah, I have to laugh at that. I should be prosecuted. What happened on January 6th, Senator? Um, I kind of, so, so this comment alone kind of makes me really want Donald Trump to run in 2024 and, and win again, because I'm curious to see what happens to Anthony Fauci if that happens. Um, Okay, I understand what you're saying, uh-huh. but Pat, who uh-huh. allowed Anthony Fauci to become the front and center of all of this? Uh, that's true. You you make a valid, valid point. And I'm not saying he wouldn't do something from the cheap sheet, cheap seats anymore, right? You know, right. he can Monday morning, Monday Monday morning quarterback it if he wants. Whatever whatever euphemism you would like to use. The reality of the situation is. Donald Trump has Donald Trump to blame for Anthony Fauci. Oh, I totally 120% agree with that. But I, I wonder what what would be right now? Would it be any different? Yeah, I don't know. But I can tell you this much. I think Fauci would be shaking in his boots a little bit if Donald Trump did become president again. I'm not saying anything would happen. I'm just saying... It, it would be entertaining for me. And I'm not even saying, here's the thing. I'm not even trying to say that that I want Donald Trump to run again because I think it would be better for the country if we had somebody else. But I'm, I'm at least curious to what that world would look like for Anthony Fauci and what might happen if, if Donald Trump were president right now or in 2024. Yeah. I I get where you're going with that, but you can't Monday morning quarterback your own decision and expect to have a, a leg to stand on. Oh, yeah. This is totally, I mean, like, like the reason we have Fauci right now is because of Donald Trump, it, it, plain and simple. And the reason we continue to have Don, or Anthony Fauci is because, well, we have an incompetent president right now, but that that's, that's neither here nor there. Fauci doesn't exist in the media right now without it, Donald Trump. Right. And it's not just that. It's that he represents liberal politics is what Anthony Fauci represents. Right. That's what he represents. He doesn't mm-hmm. represent um, dutiful scientific research. It is all about narrative. And that's why he's such the darling. But Ted Cruz laid into Fauci here, Pat, saying Fauci is an unelected technocrat who has distorted science and facts in order to exercise authoritarian control over millions of Americans. Now, is it true that both sides can distort science? Absolutely. But I would argue the two biggest issues of the last 50 years have both been complete and total liberal distortions of science. Coronavirus, number one, and climate change, number two. And what? 
How do we know that? Because it used to be global warming. Then it was global cooling. Now it was global warming. Then it's climate change because they can't figure out which which thing that they got the most wrong in all of their predictions over the last 50 years. But that not a, notwithstanding, he continues. He lives in a liberal world where his smug, I represent science attitude is praised. And he lays out four facts. On May 11th, Fauci testified before a Senate committee that, quote, the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Number two, on October 20th, NIH wrote they funded an experiment at the Wuhan lab testing if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulating in China were capable of binding to the human ACE2 receptor, so ACE2 receptor, in a mouse model. Folks, that is gain-of-function research. And that's true. That's exactly a classical definition of -of gain-of-function research. Number three, Fauci's statement and the NIH's October 20th letter cannot both be true. The statements are directly contradictory. Number four, 18 U.S.C. 1001 makes it a felony punishable by up to five years in prison to lie to Congress. No amount of ad hominem insults parroting Democratic talking points will get Fauci out of this contradiction. Fauci either needs to address the substance in detail with specific factual corroboration or DOJ should consider prosecuting him for making false statements to Congress. Yeah, this DOJ is never going to prosecute. Right, because what have we seen from Merrick Garland, right? (laughs) Right. Which, by the way, I got a quick question for you. I want to see how libertarian you really are here. Disband the FBI. Ooh. Because I would make an argument that they are an unconstitutional um, organization from the jump. I, I, I can see where that might be. I would have to do because, like, I I have not dug personally deep enough to, to have an opinion on that one way or another. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's but, just leave it there then. Yeah. So here's what we're gonna do, Pat. I'm gonna let you ruminate on that concept and that question overnight, and then I think it's a perfect truth or. Uh, fiction Tuesday question. So, um, I'll let you let you marinate, ruminate on it for 24 hours or so, and and we'll pick that topic back up uh, tomorrow. Now, having said all of that, do not forget you can watch this show and listen to it starting at noon Eastern time. And of course, we are still on Mojo Five O Radio at 5 p.m. Eastern as well. So you have plenty of places, whether that's the podcast, whether that's rumble.com backslash critical thinking, where you can see this show in its entirety. And you can see some of the extras as well. Um, But we're going to start doing some extra stuff for our listeners in the new year. Um, We've been not really hemming and hawing, but we've been um, tweaking and fine tuning um, some of the things that we want to do behind the scenes, which includes, by the way, a return of by the numbers. Um, and that's also going to come here in the second half of the program, but uh, a separate, like maybe five minute at best by the numbers. Um, 
you know, just to try to give you some perspective on numbers and things like that. Um, and it's been really difficult to do that during coronavirus because these, these things are so technical, right? And and I don't always understand everything that's technical about these things, but it's been very difficult and because we have to deal with basic concepts. We can't deal with the technical concepts. You have to basically pull the, you know, put the, uh, the skin back on the onion, if you will. You can't peel it. You, you have to understand the basics before you can understand the, the technical details. And I think focusing there has been much more important. But um, we're also going to have um, <clears throat> a segment um, courtesy of Pat because we are happy warriors, despite all of the angst and um, sarcasm that we deal with. I mean, Pat and I are generally pretty happy warriors. I mean, yeah. So we're going to bring some of that happy warrior spirit your way in the new year as well. Right, Pat? Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we all need some affirmations. Also correct. Okay. So so that's where we're going in the new year. Um, so we'll have more on that in the coming weeks here um, as to how you can get that extra content. Um, but we will let you know on that. Um, and of course, uh, we still have our locals community, which we haven't been doing much on as of late, to be honest, but it's because we're waiting to figure out how the integration of rumble and locals is going to go. So you can go to locals.com or, well, excuse me, it's criticalthinking.locals.com. You can become a member there and pre-subscribe, if you will, um, for all the stuff that's, that's happening between rumble and locals as, as they integrate, uh, more fully. Um, so all of that, and of course we've got the B or not the B you want to go there first or, or do we want to rip the bandaid off of our horrible, no good, very bad college football weekend? We need, we need to go to the B or not the B first. Okay. I suppose we can do that. Are you ready for today's headline? I'm about as ready as Paul Chris on fourth and one. So not ready. No. Um, Today's headline. Racist Joe Biden bans travel from Africa. Racist Joe Biden bans travel from Africa. Is this the B or not the B? And while you're thinking about this, Andrew Coppins, folks, it's Monday again. It's the Monday after Thanksgiving. It's the Monday after a holiday break. If you're anything like me, you're feeling a little sluggish today. A little wanting to go back and take a nap and, and wanting another vacation. If you're like me and you're going back to work today, maybe maybe go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. In fact, there, there's no maybe about it. Just go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com because that coffee will be a great pick-me-up. Even the coffee drops will, will be a good pick-me-up um, on a Monday after a holiday vacation. So all you got to do is go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com, look up some different flavors, some flavors that you that might be your favorites, some flavors that you might want to try and experiment with. All you got to do, simple as that, is go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com, place your order right now because Mondays suck, as we all know, especially after a very long 
weekend, so to speak. So go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. It's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Does somebody have a case of the Mondays? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Please tell me, uh, please tell me you've seen Office Space by now. Would it help if I said I've seen clips of it? Pat, yeah. how many months have you had? Let's see. Um, well, let me figure this out. Since we last discussed this on air. Since we last discussed it on air? Well, that, that I don't know. You've had at least six to nine months. See, I was going to calculate 33 years, but... Um, right, you've definitely had that many years to have... Yeah. Well, no, because the movie came out in the 90s. Okay, so I've had it whenever it came out to now. Mm-hmm. 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 Shame on you, Pat. Um, um, I, Pat Oni, hereby apologize for not having seen the movie Office Space all the way through. <sighs> In that case, uh, racist Joe Biden bans travel from Africa. You've stalled long enough, Andrew Coppins. Is this the B or not the B? This is not the B because this actually happened. Are you sure? Yeah, banned travel from South Africa and three other nations. Is that your final answer? About as final as you having not seen Office Space yet. You just cost us 50 bucks. It actually freaking happened. Look, just because it's true doesn't mean it can't be satire. This is the Babylon Bee. Okay, well, first off, when did this article actually get presented? This was published on November 26th, so three days ago. That's not fair. (laughs) You took an article from three days ago when yesterday he actually did it. Again, it's not my fault that it... You you cannot take a satirical Babylon Bee article from three days ago and expect it not to come true. (laughs) Hey, it's not my fault that they are good fortune tellers and they they can see the future. I've been sitting on this since Friday. But it actually happened. It did actually happen. You're right. I agree with you. That doesn't make it any less the Babylon B. Which, by the way, Pat, can we, we don't even need to talk about the article. Uh-huh. But can we talk about the fact that um, we have a travel ban uh, from South Africa and then three other South African nations, right? Hey, doesn't that make Joe Biden xenophobic? Yeah. Um, by his own logic, yes. You are correct. Yeah. Okay. Just, just but, checking on that. But and, and and hear me out on this, Pat. Um, Australia already has the uh, <clears throat> Omicron variant, aka the new variant. By the way, it's actually supposed to be the new variant, and they skipped it because they don't want people to call it the new, as an N E W, because people apparently are not smart enough to know the Greek letter new. Mm. And then they skipped mm-hmm. over Zai. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wonder why they did that. Wusa. Because apparently it's xenophobic. 
Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Except for... Um... Use your words. It's not really Zai either. It's Kai, but uh, <sighs> in any case, okay. um, it's already in Australia. Mm-hmm. Australia is one of the most locked down countries in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Nobody who tests positive is allowed in or out of the country. So how did it get to Australia? It's those damn aerosols, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) And if it's already in Australia, do you not think it's already here? Oh, I actually mentioned that on the show on Saturday that that it's likely already here. There's a good chance anyway. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and then furthermore, hear me out uh, on this, Pat. <clears throat> what the hell are we going to be able to do about this? Because also, while we were away on vacation, uh-huh. Anthony Fauci said, we're likely to have to get booster shots for the years to come. Years. What have I been saying about this from the very get-go when it came to the vaccination? It's not a vaccine. It's just like the flu vaccine. The flu vaccine is not, well, technically it's a vaccine because it's the traditional version, right? Right. But it's not really. It's a therapeutic. It is a shot. It is literally a guy or a girl or whomever, how binary of me, uh, but blindfolded individual throwing a dart and hoping to God they got the variant of influenza correct for that year. And if they did, you've got about a 65% chance of not contracting the flu. Also, um, like actually in actually being inoculated from getting it, you have about a 65% chance. Mm -hmm. And if they miss it, your chances go down to about 30%. Another thing I mentioned on the show over the weekend, and this is the Pat Oni show, by the way, for those that are, that are, might, that may or may not be new. Oh, you mean um, the POS? Yes. The POS um, <clears throat> is how many booster shots are we ever going to need? It, it, this is, this is becoming more of an endemic rather than a pandemic, which you've mentioned before. Um, this is always and- going to be an endemic. Right, right. Because so this is never going to end. So, so therefore, to to loosely translate Anthony Fauci here, booster shots are always going to be a thing from from the in the future. It's never going to stop. There's never going to not be a shot that you're going to have to get for COVID because of some new variant that may or may. And not And it's happen. not a booster shot if you have to get it all the time. Right, and 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 it's going to become less and less effective too. Watch it happen. Right, because what they can't do is come, they cannot come up with a single shot that you could take, right, that would Mm. be able to find the mutation in the SARS-CoV-2 genome and attack it. Because 
what is the scientific reality of mutation of a gene for a virus, right, Pat? What What is that? It is not about it becoming this monster virus. It's going to come and kill you. Why would they mutate? Why does a virus mutate? Because the goal of a virus is to what? Survive. Yes. That doesn't mean that you get a new variant and you're automatically, the world's going to die. No. It just means that it's trying to find a way around, because it's smart, but it's trying to find a way around the fence that you're putting up, right? And so far, Omicron seems to be less deadly than the other two variants so far. So far. Right. The evidence so. that has come out so far from South Africa. Now, I will say this. The skeptic in me says, does South Africa have an interest in not producing bad results, right? Sure. But unlike China, South Africa is also wanting to become part of, in some ways, shape, or form, has become part of the broader you know, G20-type world, right? Right. It's got its own issues. It's got its own things. But what incentive do they have to lie about this? This isn't China. I, I don't know if they do. I don't know if they do have anything to lie about. Right. So mm. my inclination is to be skeptical up front and then verify. And what we know to be true so far, their version of the VAERS, right, when you take a look at what's going on with uh, with people who get this, 99.999% of the people, they get sick for a couple of days, and boom, they're better. Folks, we're not even talking like deathly sick. We're talking like you get a scratchy throat, you might get tired for two days. I don't know about you, but I could use a two-day nap. I'm not saying go out and get it. What I am saying is, what the hell are you afraid of? Now, Pat, if we were really smart, what we should have gotten is the uh, the mom from Home Alone. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh -huh. To have screamed, Omnicron, instead of Kevin. Oh, that would have been funny. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We don't have that kind of money around here, though. No, no, we don't. But that would really would have been funny. I do enjoy, by the way, her uh, commercial with Kevin Hart, the MasterCard Oh, that commercial. was hilarious. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Lost well, all the Kevin. Well done. Yeah. Well, well done. Now, mm -hmm. to be honest, also, it's also, I think Kevin Hart is probably the same height as Kevin was in uh, Home Alone. <laughs> that's, uh, that's probably true. So it's probably too. pretty easy to lose Kevin Hart in a store. Mm -hmm. You can't mm -hmm. see him over the racks of clothes. But, oh, and that dude is damn funny, too. Oh, yeah. He's absolutely yeah. hilarious. But um, all of that notwithstanding here, what we have to fear, right? The only thing that we would have to fear is if we're seeing people dropping, like, I don't know, Ebola flies. Which that would not. be something to fear, right? If we we're yeah. starting to look like the Black Plague was happening, okay, maybe we have a reason to be fearful, right? Yeah. Maybe? Can tell you this much right now, Pat. I'm gonna find myself a nice little 40 acres and uh build me a nice little home mm -hmm. and uh get the hell away from people if that were the case. 
Yeah, start start your own gardening. Maybe do some hunting. You know. Yeah. Um. Hey, 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 mom. While we're doing that, um, can I can can we live with you for just a few months while we're building that home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, hey, stepdad, you, you you used to build homes. Can can you help? <laughs> <laughs> we're not asking for a large home. We're just uh, you know, nice little A frame or something, something simple. Just out of curiosity, where is the uh, Coppins homestead going to be? That's a good question. Yeah, that's a really good question. Because so here's the deal, right? You don't want to go like like Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina with that, right? Because you got the bugs, uh-huh. massive bugs, and the swampy summers. Uh-huh. You got to go somewhere where it's dry. Uh-huh. Somewhere where you don't get a lot of bugs. Uh-huh. And somewhere where um, you don't get super cold winters, if I'm doing that, right? So uh-huh. I'm thinking like Arizona, maybe Utah, maybe Colorado. I mean, certain parts of Colorado. I was going to say Southern Colorado, Southern Utah, I would probably be like the perfect. Like, fit for I'm you. thinking I mean, like, uh, like, like St. George, somewhere mm-hmm. in yeah. that area. Though, though the summers do get brutally hot. I'm okay with that because they're dry. They're not like so hot, but not muggy. Have you experienced the dry heat though? Yes, I have, Pat. Okay. I went so I went to Wisconsin ASU uh back in the day, the the infamous uh um botch job game where the officials didn't know the rule that you don't have to touch your knee to the ground if you give yourself up, you're down. Uh rule. That game where we couldn't kick a field goal to win the game, and that's what we were trying to do. Game. And uh-huh. then the officials never saw the light of day again. Game. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um it was 110 degrees for most of that trip. Ooh. It was hot. Don't get me wrong. Like you have to adjust. Like you like you can't go from air conditioned and like drinking like, you know, three or four beers over the course of a few hours and then go outside and not go, oh God. Right? Like you actually have to stay hydrated. Right. But that notwithstanding, I would much prefer that than I can't feel my fingers and toes. Fair enough. Fair enough. But all of that, <laughs> notwithstanding, speaking of Badgers and, and Buckeyes, Pat, what in the absolute no. hell no. was that on Saturday? No, I, I'm not talking about this. Again, I'm, I'm not, enough no. with the cognitive dissonance. No, no, I am not talking about that. What, what can I talk about that's going to get you off of this subject? I don't know. Oh, wait, I got something. What? I am Jen Saki's little brother. I repeat, I am Jen Saki's little brother. That, that that should that should okay. okay no, you can't be Jen Saki's little that means that you and Jen Saki, when you're shape shifting, are really just trading places. I am Jen Saki ship shapeshifter. I am Jen Saki shapeshifter. Hey, it works. But did you know that you Jen Saki is a Michigan fan? Son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea if she's a Michigan fan or not. I highly doubt it. I don't even know she knows uh, football at all. In fact, uh, judging by her lack of knowledge of um, politics and policy, I'm going to guess that she probably went to Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) 
Now, do you know the uh, the dirty version of Hail to the Victors? No. Oh, okay. You, you I mean, I've come up with my own versions of it, but but no, I don't know the dirty version oh, of it. Okay. Oh, because it's Hail to the Baiters, Hail to the Fornicators, Hail, Hail to Michigan, the cesspool of them all. Oh, that's actually a really good one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to use that from now on. You should. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it's reality. It is reality. But also speaking of reality, um, <clears throat> fire Paul Christ. That's all mm. I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. And here's why. Okay. Because if we're being honest with ourselves at the University of Wisconsin, if you accept what is going on right now, if you accept all of this, what you are saying is you're okay being mediocre. I mean, but he's had some big wins at Wisconsin, though, hasn't he? Name one. I mean, it hasn't been for a couple of years now, but in the beginning of his career, didn't he have some pretty big wins? Name one. I don't. I can't recall. See, here's the here's the problem, right? Because everybody's uh-huh. hanging on wins against um, Penn State and Michigan, right? The last couple of years. Yeah. Um, Penn State, like four years ago, wasn't that great. Michigan, by the time the season has drawn on, has not been good. Every chance that they've had, name. Uh, the, so I I asked my dad this and. If you can think in your college football brain, other than beating Western Michigan in the Cotton Bowl, when West, when Western Michigan had PJ Fleck and went undefeated, name one important win that they have ever had when it mattered. Not a hey, we're going to beat Michigan in September or October, and then Michigan proceeds to lose four games, or Penn State collapses. Or Iowa chokes. You mean like Penn State did this year because they were supposed to be one of the best teams in the Big Ten. Right. And they're what, seven and f- or well, eight and four or seven and five? No, I think they're seven and five. Yeah, you're right. They're seven State. and five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine that, by the way, being uh, um, a seven and five head coach and you get a contract extension and a raise that year? Uh, like James Franklin just did. Yep. And yeah. like Matt Campbell's about to get from uh, Iowa State. No, actually, you don't. I, I can't. No, especially when you're a big program like Penn State. I I don't understand how James Franklin pulled that. I like. Don't get me wrong. I like James Franklin. I don't think he's a bad coach. I think I think I thought he was going to have a great season this year, especially when they beat Auburn, and actually had some some pretty big wins there early on in the mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. But then as the season went on and Sean Clifford got hurt, they were never the same at, in that Iowa from that Iowa game on. They have never been the same. Well, and, and as I watched my Badgers, you know, basically get stomped on, I mean, that was ugly. That was no, no if, ands or buts about it. And, and this is the problem that I've had with, with Chris and all of this is that when one side of the ball is not playing well, the other mm-hmm. side can't seem to ever pick it up, right? So the defense is going to have an off game every once in a while, right? Right. That means you have to have an offense that is willing to pick up the slack. Which your offense, I mean, from from judging from that first, and even argumentably the second quarter of that game, 
your defense was actually doing very well. I mean, they had that pick six. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim Leonard had them humming pretty well. But then um, Allen could not run the ball to save his life. And I think that has a lot to do with him not being healthy, honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. you can you can watch when he tries to get up. Uh, you can see him laboring on that leg because it's it's hurt. Well, and then Graham Mertz did just honestly. I think he's probably the was the well. I don't know if he is the most now, but he might be um, the one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the Big Ten. I think he um, might have been one of the most overrated quarterbacks in college football recruiting history. Right, because along with Hunter Johnson, by the way. Looking back at it, uh, I would have never given up Jack Cohn for for Graham Mertz ever. So I so I think what what you had to look at is was Jack Cohn at his peak potential wise and was Graham Mertz there because what we saw early on before he had COVID right mm-hmm. from Graham Mertz in those two games against Michigan and um looked and like Illinois was gonna be great he looked like he was going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. we've seen bits and pieces of that, right? When, when he's throwing that deep out pattern, when, but when he's throwing the super deep ball, he can't hit it. He can't, but when he's throwing that deep out or when he's throwing those quick strikes, 10, 15 yards downfield, the accuracy, the, you know, it's just, it's there in bits and pieces. The problem is that we also saw what we saw in the last play of that game. Mm. He threw a ball in the middle of the field and there was, there was not a there. single badger within the entire frame of that shot. Well, and they were trying to blame it on miscommunication between the quarterback and the receiver. I'm like, no, no. It, and it very um, well could have been because what he could have been thinking is, I see the zone, and they yeah. were running a crossing pattern where if if the wide receiver or the tight end, because he was trying to hit Jake Ferguson again, um, the, the all-world tight end, um, it, if he's doing that, right, Pat? Uh, if he's trying to do that, the the tight end has to know that that's a zone and he has to sit down. But you also, as a quarterback, have to be able to read that, oh, crap, he's not slowing down. I don't throw that football. It is just the inability of Paul Christ to have his team ready to play in games that matter. I'm sorry. If if you want to accept mediocrity, go for it. But Brett Pilema getting the Badgers to three straight Rose Bowls is not mediocrity. That was this close to being a national champion once or twice. Well, but with that, Pat, with that, Mm. your final thoughts on uh, this Monday. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. All Buckeye fans are now Hawkeye fans. And let's go, Brandon. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. As always, Matthew 547. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.